for Radio 1 91FM podcast. Right now, on the line from somewhere in North Otago, I've got Mads Harrop with me. Good morning at the Muddy A Mads. Good morning. How are you going, Jamie? I'm really good. And you? Oh, pretty good. Thanks. Happy birthday yeah. for yesterday. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. 22 years old, and you got a new guitar. Yes, I did. Thank you. Yeah. I got a Fender Telecaster. Nice, nice. Had you always wanted a Telecaster? It's a beautiful guitar. Um, yeah. Um, we had this um, in the studio at home. Um, we had this pale um Telecaster, mm. and that used to be my favourite out of all the guitars before I got my Stratocaster. So now I've got a Strat and a Tally, and I've got two acoustic guitars. <laughs> You've got a lot of guitars, Mad. You've got a lot of guitars. Um, so how was your birthday? Did you have a wonderful day? Did you get to eat some beautiful food and hang out with the family? Yes, I did, thank you. Yeah, yeah it was lovely. Nice, nice. Yeah. Right, uh, we're not just here to talk about your birthday, but yes, once again, happy birthday. You've got a new track out, Hiding in Colour. Um so just uh, just give us a brief idea of what's behind the lyrical content of the song. Um, so this is about my Tourette. It was written just after I got it. And, um, yeah, it reflects how my Tourette's can sometimes be very frustrating. Mm-hmm. But then the chorus sums it all up with, a nice message hoping for positivity that's literally what hiding in color means yeah yeah so is that in positivity from yourself or positivity from those around you or both uh uh probably um both Um, so, I mean, how, I mean, because you were diagnosed, when were you diagnosed? When you were about 19 years old? Yes. Um, so, in my first year of university. Yeah. 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 And um, so, I, I guess, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not one that, you know, has, has lived with Tourette's, but I, I guess it's something um, that you've, you've had to come to terms with and ha- have to come to, de- uh, to deal with. Has your music kind of helped in that? Yes, it has. It's it's helped me. Um, it's helped me as an emotional outlet for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's great for that because it helps me to be more comfortable with expressing myself. And you know, with um, Tourette's, you know, I want to be a, a role model for other people with Tourette's as well. I, yeah, you know, I just want the people with Tourette's. They just need to feel like they're being heard you know yeah because yeah. yeah living with Tourette's it's very hard and it's not um people with Tourette's tend, oh, sorry um uh, the biggest myth about Tourette's is that people associate it with swearing which is also known as coprolalia mm-hmm. and people just need to Realise that it's not only just swearing. In fact, um, coprolalia only affects ten percent of people with Tourette's, and you know that it can be motor tics as well. Yeah. And yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. motor tics um, can be quite intense, can't they? Yeah, they can be very intense. In, yeah. Yeah, and uh, vocal tics are not. Sorry, you go. <laughs> oh no, you go, you go. You, 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 you're the one telling us vocal. So tell us about vocal tics. Um, they are not very fun either, especially with the swearing tics, because when you deal with them out in public, sometimes people will react and. Most of the time, the reactions I get are out of kindness, just people asking me if, if I'm okay. And and I think it's the same with other people as well, with Tourette's. But sometimes um, they'll get uh, people, the Tourette's, they'll get um, reactions from people and they'll just get told off because people will think, that we're just swearing at first. And, you know, mm. that's understandable because they don't know that that I have Tourette's. And, and I've had experiences with this. And, um, yeah, but as soon as I explain myself, and I'm sure this is the same for other people, um, yeah, you know, they, everyone know I've got Tourette's. They're fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, and so there should be. Yeah. So there should be. I mean, this is not something on, on you. Um, do you think there's enough education out there for people to understand? Like you said, you, I mean, you just basically you said that, you know, once you kind of tell people that you have Tourette's, they kind of understand. Mm-hmm. But then, as you also mentioned, that only, uh, you know, a, f- a small percentage of people with Tourette's have have um, those um, vocal uh, vocal Tourette's and other people have, um, you know, uh, body tics and body motions. Do you think that um, the public at large know enough about Tourette's? Is there enough awareness out there? And are there enough other programs out there where um, people can learn a little bit more about Tourette's? Um, well, I think more awareness is getting out there, yeah, because obviously because of social media and people using social media to raise awareness not just about Tourette's, but other dis- disabilities as well and mm. other common problems people face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, Uncle Ticks, he's um, yeah. a famous one. We follow Uncle Ticks. We love Uncle yeah. Ticks. He's great. Billy Eilish. Yep, yep, that's right, that's right. Um, so... Um, with that in mind, and and the song uh, being about that, I want to talk about the song, the, the music, the music of the song. Um, it's an expansive track. It it, it opens, um, you know, with with the strumming and kind of letting the the vocal kind of fly, and then it, then it moves mm. uh, into the chorus um, that kind of lends itself to kind of push out what you're saying. Um, and it, mm. it feels quite colourful. Uh, the track kind of flows. Um, um, between, I mean, what one, one could conceive to be black and white into this really vivid, bright colours. So, how did you compose this track? Um, well, I started off with some lyrics, and then, yeah, um, the chords came after that, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have synesthesia, which mm. is, yeah, it's where. For those of you out there who don't know what synesthesia is, it's it's when you see certain sounds as colours. And for me, that that that's the thing with um, chords. 
So I see that this song is in the key of A major and I see A major as being a red colour and red is a symbol of anger. And, you know, my Tourette's can make me feel... It can be very infuriating for me. And, um, yeah, and then the chords and the chorus, it's... Yeah, it's they kind of sound a little bit brighter, so we have like a nice G six chord and then a D add nine and then back to A. So it's yeah, I see G as being green and then D as being yellow and then back to red again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know, do you know Adelaide Dunn? She did the music program and she is our program manager here and you'll know her as Adelaide Cara, of course the musician. Um, she also has synesthesia. Yeah. yeah, she has synesthesia as well. That's so cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've met her a couple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she, yeah, she also has synesthesia. Um, yeah. Mark, we have to quickly shout out your cousin for the artwork. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, um, that was actually... Um, that artwork was actually done by me oh, was that when I was you? a little kid. Oh, oh, yeah. was that you? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yes. did, you, did your cousin do the animation for it? Oh, yeah, my cousin did the animation, so, nice. yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I, I love that. You you invoke a lot of your childhood within the imagery of your music, man, mm. and I really, I really enjoy that. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, my cousin... Um, Harrow, she's also a musician as well, so, yeah. Oh, well, send me some of her music. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. do it, do also, it. Also, um, um, I've got a new lineup with my band mm-hmm. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I cannot wait to start playing live music again. <laughs> yeah, well, so, um. Oh, you go. Oh, no, I was just going to say, we can't wait to hear you play live music again too, Adelaide. Uh, I'm sorry, um, Mad. So uh, have, have, you got, have, you got, have you got some things Have you got some things lined up in, in the future or are we going to wait till kind of COVID dies down a little bit? Um, we're going to wait till the situation dies down, obviously. I mean, as much as I would love to, I would love to do live gigs right now, I know it's probably... I understand it's probably not the safest option, you know. I, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so, what what comes next after this track? Have we got some more songs in the works? Yes, yes, and yeah, um, yeah. With my band now, um, I've got I've still got Sam Honeyfield on bass, and Ira Winligan from. She was in Sometime Warner. She's on lead guitar now. And I've got Seth Sinclair on drums. Nice. It's a great yeah, little lineup. Completely new lineup. <laughs> Fantastic. We can't wait to see um, see see your first live show. And uh, hopefully it comes in the not too distant future. Um, well, Mads, yeah. oh. thank you so much for talking to us. That's all right. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the show, Jamie. It's always great fun. Oh, it's always great. I love coming on Radio 1. I love you you coming on the show, man. It's always a treat. Um, Enjoy the rest of your time up there at home. Um, with your uh, f- your family and um, your new uh, microphone and guitars and stuff, and maybe hopefully you'll get inspired and might do some writing while you're up there. Um, oh, of course. 
and uh, no doubt we'll see you around campus soon. But in the meantime, let's play hiding <laughs> in colour from Mads Harab. Once again, Mads, thank you so much. Um, have, Cheers. Have a wonderful, Thanks, Jamie. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk soon. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.